When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Someone who loves me switch the radio on. Someone who loves me. From the Nerdist Theater at Meltdown Comics in Hollywood, California, Harmontown is in session. Please welcome the mayor of Harmontown, Dan Harmon. All right, we got a lot to do. Quit fucking around. All right. All right. <clears throat> I'm out of breath. Just give me a second. <sighs> it's just the definition of what is aerobic exercise becomes so close to what is walking as you get older and older. Um, <clears throat> I want to start uh, very quickly with a segment uh, that's a favorite for everyone. It's called uh, Things That uh, Dan Harmon Is Not Allowed to Complain About Because It Makes Him Sound Like an Asshole. <laughs> These are the things that when I complain about them reveal that I'm a narcissistic rich prick with a lower value system than people in Lebanon. I am a stupid fucking asshole. All right. <clears throat> So you're not allowed to judge me because I said that. <laughs> okay, so I valet park my car constantly, even if I don't have to. Uh, I'll find, I'll, I'll, I'll just find someone to valet my car. <laughs> there will be a parking space. I'm like, that's not good enough. Um, that's not true. I'm actually kind of annoyed with the fact that in LA, like, there's valet, you'll, 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 there'll be a parking lot and it's empty. And then there's a guy in front that's like, I'm valeting your car. And it's makes me mad but oh shit see now I I got a new note taking app it's called cat catch everybody just fucking cool it we're gonna get through this we got we got a lot of shit to do tonight okay item number one things that I'm not allowed to complain about because it'll make me sound like an asshole I pull up to the valet uh, <laughs> well, well, 1.A is your new uh, application on, on your phone. That's your, your new Note app. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not, it's not Evernote anymore. Fuck you, Evernote. Uh, all right. So I pull up to the guy at the valet station. And this is happening now with increasing frequency. As I have more and more to do and more and more sort of liquid assets, I would say, I would call it. I'll get out at the valet station and the guy will go... Are you eating here? He'll give me a half of his little Terry card. Uh, and I'll go, yes. And then he'll start to get in the car, and then I'll go, sir, sir, sir. And I'll, I have to come back now. Already the purpose of the valet is starting to be defeated. <laughs> Time is running out. I got, I got, I got Zoe Deschanel's to have lunch with. Uh, that's not true. 
but then the guy is, sir, 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 sir. There's a dollar on the floor of the car. I don't care. It costs seven dollars to park here. I gotta tip you three. You asshole, take the dollar. All right, moving on. I just don't care. There's a, yes, of course. There's dollar. There's a dollar on the floor of my car. It's called garbage. The economy's in the toilet. Just put your gum in it, valet man. It's a dollar. We're all dying. A dollar. I gotta come back. I got. What, what am I supposed to do? Because he gives me the choice between coming back and grubbing for my dollar, or going like like Tom Cruise in some weird. It's yours. <laughs> C- calling over my shoulder. Keep it, man. Okay. Let Let's say it's a twenty. A twenty. That's. I think that's cool. Yeah. It's twenty times a dollar. Don't Don't argue with me. We don't have any time. Yeah. All right. Next item. Things I can't, I'm not allowed to complain about. This one's, it takes too long to poop. We could just move on. It just takes too long to poop. And I don't mean because I'm 40, but just because as you, well, it is because I'm 40, because as you get to 40, time becomes more valuable. Like, so see the valet guy, same thing. I just like, I'm becoming conscious Wait, of my mortality. I don't want to, I, I have to take a shit. I get it, God. I got I got I got a poop to put in the toilet. I just want to get it done. And it's just like, I'm sort of sitting there and I'm like, come on, poop. Are, are your poops longer than when you were when you were younger? Are, are they getting no, longer? No, no, no. I've always been. This is one thing I've always been really good at. Like it's just. It's just, it's just well, like, no, see, I, I can I can debate that right there because you you gave yourself a hemorrhoid by sitting on the toilet too long. No, because I, I love to like yeah, I sit on the phone and I. But, but okay, that's the point. Is that the doctor told me like don't don't tweet on the toilet. I didn't know this was a thing, and so I was like, okay, I'll stop doing that. I used to enjoy my time on the toilet. This is thank you, Jeff. This is exactly why I'm starting to notice it takes too long to poop because now I'm not allowed to do other stuff on the toilet. Thank you. If I, if I can't do anything but poop, then poop faster. But, okay. Superhero movies need earlier thresholds. Need earlier thresholds. Minute 20 into your movie called Captain America, a comic book no one likes anyway. I don't, I want to see his fucking round shield flying around. You can't say on page 70, oh, look at that shield. Maybe that should be red, white, and blue. Fuck you, Captain America movie. Fuck you, Superman movie. Fuck you, Hulk movie, whichever third version it was. Like, fuck, fuck you, superhero movie, Green Lantern. Fuck you. Like, 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 stop. Speed it up. You're a superhero movie. I bought a ticket because I already accept that a guy can get a, a, a wooba from the planet Booba, and, and, and as a result, he's allowed to fuba. I don't... No one fucking care. What are you trying? What are you making on Golden Pond, you fucking assholes? Knock it off. Knock it off. In and out. 90 minutes. Page 20. I'm fubbing. I don't fucking care. Name a, name a thing. Name a noun. Somebody say it. The tuba man. Okay. Page 20. He's playing the tuba. Okay. And using it to fight crime. I don't mean like he's got a trumpet and he's like, this should be bigger. (laughs) 
fucking page 20 of your screenplay. Tuba in his mouth, blasting like radioactive rainbow waves out at a burglar going like, oh shit, I'm robbing a bank, but now I can't because a tuba man. Because the movie's called Tuba Man is why. That's the thing. You can't charge me a ticket. I, I have a right to ask for my money back if half the movie's a guy thinking maybe he should maybe kind of fight something with crime involved or something involving a tuba. Fuck you. I said, Captain America's walking around forever in that movie. It's like, oh, I'm just, oh, just dressed as a silly guy. I just wish I could fight some Nazis. Fuck you. <laughs> Fucking cock. It'd be one thing if you, were, if you were Spider-Man and you pulled that shit. You're Captain America. You're a dick. <laughs> All right. Iron Man. Sorry, I, I think you're allowed to complain about that. You, you are allowed to complain well, about I'm that. Well, I'm 40, so it makes me sound like a knob. <laughs> I should be putting more thought into Cambodia and things like that. Uh, that's what, our, what's going on in Cambodia? Well, right? when I was 10, some stuff. <laughs> that's my point. That's my point. <laughs> I don't know what the new Cambodia is. I should. Uh, while I'm on the subject, Iron Man should be an alcoholic uh, in the movies. He's, it's, it's, you know, in the comic book, he's an alcoholic, and it's fucking amazing. That's the important thing about him. Batman's parents got killed? Fine. That's great. I love Batman. Spider-Man's like a young, naive kid who's like, he got th this responsibility thrust upon him. He's a wisecracker. I, the whole point of Iron Man, he's a fucking, he's the Howard Hughes of superheroes, and he's got a drinking problem. That's it, you know? But he's good at his shit. He's a functional alcoholic. That's his kryptonite, is that he's so good at drinking. <laughs> and people are like, holy shit, I can't, like, we can't fire him. He's, he drinks too much. <laughs> And he's, he gets work done while he's doing it. So it's, he, so it's you. Well, I, 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 I like all of these, all of us like all of these superheroes for various reasons. You, yes. as a 40-year-old, want a super, your superhero fantasy is that you can be a functional alcoholic and still fight crime. Uh, that ain't no fantasy, Jack. <laughs> What crimes are you fighting? Uh, 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 the crime of people not respecting me. <laughs> I often lose. Uh, all right, that brings me to my next point. Jeff, thank you for your unintentional segue. It, 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 it's, it's just all instinctual for me, Dan. All right, uh, uh, my next complaint on the list of things I'm not allowed to complain about because they make me seem like I'm an asshole. Uh, I'm too famous. <laughs> Let's just move on. Let's just move on. Next item. I apologize too much. I know I'm, t I'm sick of it. I'm, I'm, I'm tired of... I, I, I'm 40 years old. Like, I, I just want to like, like, just cut my head open and, and pour the contents of my brain out. Uh, the idea of an apology is that you, you clarify to somebody that you didn't mean to hurt their feelings. It, I, I am the only one who you can actually go and find out whether or not... Like, like what I really meant. I, 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 it's not fair. I'm sick of it. I'm not a fucking politician. I didn't run for office. I'm not accountable to electors. I, 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 I stand in front of a microphone. I puke my brains out. I have diarrhea of the mouth. I, I say for two hours a week how I feel. I'm honest about my emotions. The people that don't like me, I don't like you. I hate you. You're pieces of shit. You're dishonest fucking agents of caution and restraint. You want people to talk less. You want people to be more like ants. I fucking hate you. And I will, I will, I will apologize to you... At, in, in, a, in, a, in a cautious fucking like detente like a ceasefire I just you're bad people and I, I don't care if you don't like me anymore you're pieces of shit fuck off alright 
Next item on my list. Again, this is a lit. You can't argue with this stuff because I'm admitting to you this makes me a bad person for, for having these complaints. Next item. Everyone in the world is stupid. Uh, every, everybody. Maybe including me. Time will tell. I don't care. Moving on. There's, there's no good bar near Meltdown. There's nothing. There's no place yeah. to drink. Pikey can f- take a fuck. I, I didn't go today. I, I, I willfully I can't cho- take it anymore. I chose not to I go. I can't go sit over there. Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, Maria Conchita Alonso. What's it called? El Compadre? <laughs> Yes. Uh, I, 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 I can't, I, I can't, you, you, you can't, can't drink there. Yeah, it turns into a sports bar uh, uh, after 3 p.m. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what accounting firm is above it, but it just gets flooded with, with, with Jay Moore uh, clones. And uh, everyone's snapping and tapping quarters on the bar, and, and, and they want their apple teenies and their marga fruiters. Uh, and I, 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 can't, I, can't, I can't sit down and have a drink. What do, what do we think bars are for? What are we doing? You come into a bar with a group of people that you want to talk to from work go get a fucking table like there's some of us in this world that are really really we have a disease i just want to go up to a trough and i want to make eye contact i want to plop my ass down on a stool and i need my i need my fucking spinach slash kryptonite i need it pumped into my body at a certain rate or i can't give these people what they want oh that's it that's it okay we're we got through that All right, our next segment. Uh, I promised we'd bring it back. Uh, is Connor here? Yeah. Okay, questions with Connor. You have another question, Connor? Oh, yeah. Okay, questions with Connor. Welcome back, Connor. Thank you, Jeff. Last week, uh, Connor brought us the tantalizing question of whether it's better to teleport or to have sex. And uh, I don't know that we totally got we, to the bottom was of there, that. I know, who knows? I mean, that's the point of the question. Yeah. The question was the journey. Yeah, the, the, uh, Connor's conundrums. Yeah. Did you Connor's make a decision? I, I, I don't know. Well, it sounded like Aaron would be cool with me not coming. Okay. So and, and, and like to travel. So I, I would. I, I think I would go teleportation ultimately. Oh, oh no! There was a twist at the very end, where you started talking about how you would have the drive to orgasm. I mean, but not the ability. Could, That's a deal breaker. We could play with that. You could choose. Well, can I play with it or if I? <laughs> No drive. Okay, no drive. Then teleportation. Oh, then that's well. That's, if you don't, I don't want to walk around. If you don't have the desire to, then, then there's no point. If you if you have a human desire to uh, to enjoy sex, well, so you at the finish line, buddy. <laughs> I'm just saying that's. <laughs> well, so you know, you change your answer. Yeah, I thought the I thought the, the, the curse was that you'd want to, but you couldn't. You were too busy going to Paris. Gla- glasses guy? Yeah. But so, if you don't have a biological imperative to, but you remember it fondly, or. So, would you just travel back to Stand up and face week? everybody right now, just so you so they see what I'm looking at when you're, when you're doing this? Describe them, Jeff. There's Welcome a, to a, a sub segment called Jeff's Descriptions. There's a six foot, what are you, four, six, four, six, five gentleman with a mohawk, and a, and a proper mohawk. It's short on the, on the, where it needs to be and long where it ought to be. He's not that mad at the queen. No. 
he, he still minds the bollocks. Yeah. Uh, he but he lives in Parliament. Yeah. <laughs> he's also wearing one of the... Uh, I, I, at my podium here, I have a, a pair of louvered 80s uh, hot pink sunglasses here. I brought those. You, you, you brought these. Well, that doesn't surprise me one bit. <laughs> it's Tyler, right? Yeah. So, Tyler, I see a lot of people out here wearing, uh, wearing 80s uh, novelty sunglasses. Yes. And, uh, okay, so now you, you've been described. Yes. All right, now sit the All right, fuck down. There we down. go. <laughs> Subsection. Jeff describes people. All right, what, what, what was your point? I'm sorry. My point is like, so, uh, uh, so you, you know, sex or teleportation, you say you wouldn't have the drive for it. So you wouldn't have a biological drive for it, but you'd still remember fondly the times that you did have sex in the past. So I guess. It's a nostalgia thing, but not a biological one. Yeah, but that's not. I, when I, when I want to have sex, it's not because I remember it being awesome. That's... <laughs> That, that's uh, that, that's absolutely. If you could just take away the, if you could turn it off. Yeah. Some, but, what, some, gives teleportation an unfair advantage because if you can still have sex, you still might want to teleport someday. <laughs> <laughs> this, this gentleman said that gives teleportation an unfair advantage okay. because if you could oh. still have sex, you still have to have the urge to teleport. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but well, we've tabled this one because now we have a yeah. new Connor. Yes. All right. Twenty teleportations. <laughs> Connor conundrum coming through. All right. Connor conundrum. What about you? Ask yourself this question and you will find. <laughs> I teleport to a time when that song made sense. A bad, bad, bad theme song, bad evening. Teleport to a time? We, yes. we, were, we went over this. Oh, you can't, you can't teleport to a time. God yeah. damn it, that's right. I keep thinking time travel. All right. I'm sorry. Connor, it's what, fine. what is your new conundrum for us this week? Okay, really quick. Did we cheer alcoholism a few minutes ago? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when, when, a, when a comic book character that has can make a jet suit has it, that's amazing. I just wanted, I just wanted to make sure we we're on the same page. Yeah. Okay. All right. This is uh, this is my question this week. If you had to choose between gaining flight but losing your sight, so you become blind, or every time you fart, you accidentally time travel. <laughs> Which would you choose? Wait. I have 14 questions. You can fly, but you can't see. Yes. So you're a blind pigeon. Or a bat. Just or a bat. A bit without the antenna. Are, are you a bat? Can you, do you have sonar? Can, can, uh, or, Wait, or, I'm sorry, Connor, just to clarify. Yes. Are you blind only while you're flying? No, you're blind... <laughs> All the time. Oh, go fuck yourself! I'm like, gonna fart. I'm, I'm gonna fart. Tra- I'm gonna yeah. fart accidental time travel. Yeah, I, just, I'm, I'm immediately I'm okay, all but, over the farting time travel. Okay, fart. Okay, but now because fart. I can, there's ways you can hold your fart, like like, and explain to people, like a, a new relationship, sweetie. There's something you have to know about me. You may never see me again. You're, you're talking about your maiden in like medieval times because this has already happened before. All right. And what's the range of time travel? You could end I up mean, in a lava pit and. Well, I guess. You could, you'd travel from the spot you're in, or not. I mean, maybe this is a curse. Since everyone farts sooner or later, and since and since time travel is just going to take you to some random place, yeah. and thereby de- completely destabilize your life. And since, well, no, no, fuck you, because like, I'm sorry to get so angry at you, uh, but you're saying I have to be blind. Well, I think I think what this one is. This is not. What cool thing would I pick? These are I'm choosing between right. two curses here. Yeah, oh, okay. both which are they can have incentives, but it's not as yeah. Because the whole point of flight is that you would see the vistas for me that you could that you could you know you could fly around. Well, that's where you're going. <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna leave the ground if I can't see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, 
are, are you a bat? Do you have that kind of uh, sound uh, location? Well, location I, kind of I don't thing? think so, but when you lose a sense, don't people, like, aren't their other senses heightened? Yeah, but over over millennia of, of, of evolution, like, <laughs> if you gave me the blind flight, I'd fly into a thing. Okay, what if you were, o- what if you were only blind when you flew? Connor, you had a week to figure this out. <laughs> Time to workshop. Okay, if you're only blind when you fly, then I'll take the blindness because the 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 uncontrollability of the uh, at the root of it all is my control issues. Like if if I'm just farting and I'm randomly time traveling, so I can neither control farting nor where I go when I fart and when I come back and stuff. Like if you told me, okay, for instance, if you take the blindness, if you make it when you fly, you're blind, but when you're not flying, you're not blind, and also. When you fart, you time travel to somewhere random, but you're, you 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 the next time you fart, you come back. Okay, that that's a good. Twist. Then I'll take farting because uh, nobody double farts like uh, <laughs> vitamin H over here. What if you triple fart? Then you go somewhere new. Then you then you're Jack the Ripper. Yeah, so I don't you, know. Okay. <laughs> So if you fart an odd number of farts, you're, you could be uh, the Pleistocene. But then you yeah. fart. But then you eat some. You find some beans in the Pleistocene, and you, you know, you've, the Pleistocene era had no beans, Dan. There's other things that make you fart, Jeff. How do you know? I talked to a dinosaur. Blind fly. <laughs> How do you land when you're blind flying? How do you know when you want to fucking settle down? I mean, I guess. Do you just hover down really I, cautiously? These are questions that you should have asked yourself. <laughs> It's a good choice, though, because that, like, that is a, like, okay, so you're in an alleyway, and muggers are coming down, as this, uh, this always happens. Right. And, uh, and they're like, we're going to cut you wide open, sucker. <laughs> they're white. <laughs> it's, it's just an urban environment. Everyone talks like this. <laughs> we're going we're gonna to cut you from groin to loin, which isn't that far, but it might hit your femoral artery. <laughs> you can bleed out. Sucker, we want your wallet, sucker. <laughs> and then, and so you're like at this dead end alley, and you're like, you. So then, you with your vision still intact, you look around. You, know, sure you look up, like and you go like, okay, okay. that's a fact. You could, go, and then you go like, okay, f- uh, oh, blind flight. Give me flight beyond sight. <laughs> and you just, you just. At least you're not getting your wallet taken, sucker. And, and, and then you, and then you, you move like eight feet to the left, and you're like, you come down super slow. Okay, so how do you lead up to page twenty of uh, blind flight? How, how do you get us to that? <laughs> You that's right. what happens on page 20. Right, but like, what, what, what leads him up to that? What's, what's the, what, what gives yeah. him that The ability? doctor is a blind guy, and he goes like, I think we could give you your sight back. But you'd have to fly. <laughs> <laughs> but without sight. <laughs> and the blind guy's like, okay. I don't know. Don't ask me to write, don't ask me to write movies for free for you people. <laughs> you, you always do that. You love right, you. We got we got Mohawk guys raising his hand again. What about the opposite? If you could see while you're flying, but you were blind all the rest of the time. Ooh. <laughs> he's, he's saying, what if you're yeah. if you're just an op, an operational blind man or woman walking down the road? But what if you wanted to, you could fly and see. I think we'd all take that, right? All right. And then, but then to counterbalance that, you'd have to be time traveling only when you were not farting. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so, 
I want to go to Mexico, but... <laughs> you're like Billy Pilgrim and Catch-22. 20, uh, catch uh, <laughs> Slaughterhouse-Five, you're like, you're like you know, you, you have no control over when you're going, coming and going, unless you're farting, and then you can love a woman. <laughs> All right, that's, a, that's enough. We've got a lot to do tonight. Ask yourself that conundrum at home. Uh, send us your picture pages uh, about it, and, uh, and we'll talk to other guests tonight about whether or not they would fart or blind fly. Connor, will you come back next week with one more? Absolutely. Connor's Conundrums, everybody. It brings to mind the conundrum. Would you like to have Connor's Conundrums every week or eat a bag of jelly beans? Look, I think I I would say, and and I I support what he's doing here, I I like the idea that it's uh, this this time was a choice between two not so attractive ideas. Right, they both had a price. A real real conundrum is which is the lesser of two crappy superpowers. Well, let me ask you a a very basic thing. Would you rather be blind or deaf? Deaf. Because of the internet. For real, like if it, no, because in case I learn how to fly. Because, <laughs> because well, I, 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 no, I, I'd rather see than hear. I, I get more irritated by things I hear than things I see. I think I need to, be able I, to talk I, to I, people. I'm in though. public constantly wishing I was like, like I, if I could just choose what I could hear. Uh, over, I've never wished like I could see something different than I'm seeing. You can always avert your eyes, but like, it's a really tough choice for me because even though we're very, you know, we're 90 percent visually oriented, like, 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 but it's like it, that, that that connection that we have between people. It's really packed into the hearing. But the internet changes that. You can connect to people with the... And you're a writer. You can still tell stories. Yeah, you could sit. I could just not hear shit, get a good night's sleep, and just type yeah. on the... Just go on Reddit. But the thing is, you, if, you, if I'm at a bar or a restaurant, it's sometimes it's not the noise. It's the, it's the bar tappers, the, guy that dr- the guys that drum on bars. You can't just hear it. It also like, has a physical vibration to it. And now I'm nervous like you, you fucking piece of shit. Stop, a, stop drumming. On the it's board. a very isolating... Uh, 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 condition deafness, though, like like in, in ways that we can't understand. I I I I, 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 I like I remember reading that thing that, that like more deaf people commit suicide than uh, than blind people because they're cut off from the from that that they just and, and, and you know like you don't so blind people they don't like like uh, deaf communities they have uh, there's a sort of uh, they have communities where they're like against cochlear implants and stuff because they're like they're, they're we're effectively a different uh, I don't know if they'd say species but they're saying like, like they're going like we are so different from other people that we actually need to stay together because other people don't treat us right and we don't no one understands what it's like to be us and so they like they stick together and they're, they actually like kind of they look at people who go in and get like those uh, cochlear implants or whatever they're called, like uh, like oh you're you're not one of us then because yeah. we don't. And I'm not saying if you're deaf and you're reading a transcript of this, uh, the, 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 <laughs> that's not funny. If you're <laughs> if you're deaf and you're reading a transcript of this, I apologize for the bracketed laughter that just happened. <laughs> Uh, the, the, uh, but 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 uh, it, you know I'm not saying you know, there's a million kinds of deaf people. Yeah, but I, th- I think you actually I'm not joking. You might have changed my mind. I might, I might go. I back mean, it's to a, a, it's a, it's an intense thing to be like cut off from uh, from 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 people on that fundamental level. Like like uh, like we, it's easy for us to imagine what it would be like to cut off from vision, in that it would be catastrophic for us, and yet it would be so much more so much more fundamental. It ha- the, like vision is just like oh god, I trip over my ottoman, and but hearing is like oh my god. 
gone. I will never, I will never hear another person again. I will never, yeah. like, I don't know. Something to think about. Fuck also, you, Connor. I had a easier conundrum than you. Before I answer your question, uh, there's something like uh, Aaron was saying that you, you guys want to travel again, but you don't like traveling to places that don't speak English. Like true. You, you'd prefer to be somewhere that was English speaking. Yeah. Because you're a verbal communicator. Yep. So that would so so deafness would be harder on you and I. I'd be more nervous about it. I mean, I would definitely be a shut-in if I was if I was deaf more so than I think if I was blind. Like I would be a I would be a shut-in. Like like maybe that's an unhealthy phrase for what I for for it. But I would just I would just close myself in, and I would I would like because I would just be communicating purely through the internet with other people, and I would just like kind of want to build on that. I think. Right. What were you gonna say? Would you rather be deaf at birth or lose your hearing as a teenager and know what you're missing? Deaf at birth or lose your hearing as a teenager is the the conundrum And and know what you're missing. Yeah. You see, Connor, that's how it's done. (laughs) No, come on, don't. Come on. I'm kidding. Connor, we we bullied him. Connor's deaf. He can't hear us. (laughs) That was my point. I wanted to reveal to you guys that Connor was deaf. Uh, All right. Well, I don't know. I mean, good question, buddy. Good job. Your medals in the mail. We're done with the segment. All right. <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to do. What would you pick? You, the, you who what would you it? pick? Uh, Viking? <laughs> um, I guess at birth. Yeah. I feel like it'd be lonelier to know what you're missing. I think that's probably true, yeah. yeah. It's, it's at birth, world. he said. Yeah. At birth. I, I think I'd go for that as well. I assume so. I mean, what's the, yeah, what is the value of, of having something and having it taken away? Yeah. What about, okay, I'm, I'm making one up here. What if you could, you have the choice between, between being deaf at birth, but you could fly <laughs> when you turn 40? <laughs> but you're an alcoholic. <laughs> Made of iron. <laughs> Or I, what's, the, what's the opposite of that one? What's the, the, but you, I, uh, everyone you, you talk to turns blind. <laughs> but you can tunnel to the center of the earth and not get burnt by the magma. Until you're 40. At which point you have to drink magma in order to do a show. <laughs> All right. Think about it. <laughs> Um, we, we have a special guest tonight. Uh, he, was, he was actually briefly up here, like a meteor flashing before you, like a superhero flying through the sky. Um, uh, uh, we we want to bring him up again because we, we, we barely grazed the surface and uh, uh, we're not doing it because we, we uh, I don't know, I'm not Tony Danza. I'm not bringing up people with recipes. <laughs> where I figure the podcast technology is uh, it's for, it's for uh, doing stuff you can't do on TV and one of those things is like kind of... Uh, uh, laying humanity bare, and one of the one of the craziest things about humanity, and one of the biggest elephants in the room, is uh, sickness, mortality, conditions. You know, like 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 the stuff that we we fear the most. And there are people among us who are who are tethered to us with a rope and are hanging out uh, on the on the precipice of these things that we we kind of like we we fear so much that we don't even. We, it's just more convenient not to think about them. And uh, you would think that would not make for good podcast material, but uh, I, I, I have a feeling like it's, it's really important to talk to this guy. Uh, you, you, you saw him last week. Let's, let's bring uh, Seek Donnelly up here. How are you doing? You said uh, you said you had a rough night, but you were uh, you were cool to come in today. Yeah, can I stand? Yeah, 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 yeah. What happens when you sit? 
Um, honestly, I, I was in a wheelchair for a long time, so uh, but when I was learning to walk again, so I have this when I sit for too long, I freak out. Oh my god! Uh, so you had to you had to relearn how to walk after the. Okay, so well, let's explain from the top. So, uh, seek you you one day you had an aneurysm, which is it's an explosion in the in the brain. Yeah, I was uh, I was wiping my butt at LAX with the door open. And, uh, <laughs> Good one. You can still do. It didn't wipe out the callback part. Uh, <laughs> um, no, we were just. Uh, Walking, I went to dinner with some friends. I was complaining about a, a migraine. I've had migraines since I was eight years old, so uh, we didn't think that anything was different about it. And then we were going out for the night, and then I just dropped to the ground. You just fell down at LAX or somewhere else? No, 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 no. just yeah, back home. Just, just at, at your house. Yeah. Was it? Was it? Did, did you feel pain when you fell down? I don't remember any of it. I, I barely remember waking up in the hospital, and then the doctor apparently talked to me and said. You know, there's there's some complications with what's going on to you. We need to put you in a medically induced coma. Uh, we don't know for how long. Which means they give you drugs that just yeah. make you unconscious for a while. I'm just gone. Yeah, for 11 days I was out. I was only supposed to be out for six or seven days, but then there was another complication, and I, I flatlined. And then they saved me, and then I was in for another five days. And so during this medically induced coma, they studied your brain a little bit, enough to tell you what had happened? Well, yeah, well, and while I was under, they also did a couple procedures to save my life. So like, they did a, a process called coiling, which is, um, they actually don't go through your brain to do this. It's going to sound weird. They make an incision in your leg, and they go straight up to your brain, and they put these uh, coils, and these coils are like little copper tubes that, you know, when an aneurysm happens, blood is pouring all over your brain, and so uh, everything to the blood touches, it's destroying. And so these coils go in and they reroute the blood so that it's not... How do they get, I, I, I so, like, like, how do they get a coil from your leg to your brain? Like, 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 like how, how does it follow any path? Like, like... I, I'm not... I'm okay, good. You're not the guy to ask. We'll, we'll, have, a, we'll have a doctor I'll bring my doctor to one night. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, like, to, to interject at this point, like, uh, like, this is, I'm sure I speak for most people in the, in the audience, like, even beyond... I think getting certain types of cancer or something this represents like like a worst nightmare because it's so uncontrollable it's just it's just you're just suddenly told you're walking along everything's going fine you you black out you wake up in a hospital and they're telling you yeah a thing just is happening and then and then it gets worse because now you've been told that like you they don't know why but you're having them repeatedly right they yeah. keep happening yeah i keep having new aneurysms grow um, and they can't figure out why because mostly it's a genetic thing uh, for a guy my age like I was 28 when I had mine and um, and they were like we can't even figure out why this happened to you because they're like you know it's a lot the, the, the percentage is higher in African American men that age or in women that age or everybody but me I guess and so they couldn't figure out why and then they looked at my family history no one on my father's side no one on my mother's side and so they're like we we don't know what this is. We don't know if this is an evolution of what what happens to aneurysms. We don't know what it is, but that's why they kind of 
poke and probe and study. Yeah, um, the only silver lining of that with a giant giant six foot quotes around silver lining is that because they don't know what's going on they're actually giving you like free treatment because you're right. they're kind of guinea pigging you yeah figuring out what's going so on so you had you had one aneurysm that actually exploded yeah it ruptured and then i then they found at christmas time last time i think i spoke to you and i was uh pretty heartbroken they, they found three more that that are that's like a, a, a weak spot in a blood vessel, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a clot in a way. It's like a, but yeah, it's weak tissue. That's it's that, that might that might explode. When they when they find them, then are they able to do something? Yeah, or? yeah. There's like you can do lasers. There's there's another a coiling type process. There's there's a couple of different options, but it's always good to catch them. You know, it's yeah. it's treatable when you catch them. So, and I think the, the, the most tragic thing, the thing that made Aaron burst into tears up here, hearing about it for five seconds. Uh, uh, the last week is this concept that your uh, your temporal lobe was flooded, yeah, uh, and uh, that that one thing that got wiped out was your visual memory, and you're an artist, and so like like everything that you draw is affected by the concept of visual memory that you can't like 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 you yeah. use the example of an apple in private conversation, right? Like well, like like when I close my eyes, I actually don't know what you look like anymore. Um, so I don't. When I wake up, I don't remember dreams. I don't have. Um, I have knowledge of well, stuff. Close your eyes for a second. Okay. I look like you and McGregor. <laughs> just roughly. I mean, I do. I, I, I'm, just, I'm just letting you know. Don't I'm not, exploit him, Dan. I'm not capitalizing on anything. I'm just, just clarifying for the I audience. Know, and I for, don't know what he looks like. <laughs> <laughs> but but also like if you were. You, just, you assume that he remember you and McGregor and not you. But, uh, but 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 even worse than that, like fundamentally, you might not know what an a- apple looks like, right? Like, no, yeah, I mean, unless I'm lo- holding it or looking at it. Right, yeah. so you're seeing these things for the first time. And, and it, it's, it's, it's total, it's 100%, there's no visual memory at all? No, it's yeah, it's weird, because like, I'll see somebody, and I'll say hey to them, and they'll go, how the hell does he remember me? But it's, it's I don't know, it's, it's hard to explain. I don't remember, like I ran into Anthony today, and I actually, it's... And Spencer and I knew who they were, but I can't explain through why. mannerism. Maybe, M- maybe that or en- thing someone about- was saying about energies, like because I'm new to that concept. Yeah, there's something about uh, face blindness that people have that, that lack of. There's a thing in the part of your brain that uses uh, visual recognition. Yeah, and there are people that they've known for their entire lives, and they have to reintroduce themselves every day to them. But yeah. they, but if they hear a, a cough that you had the other day, or there's certain little signals. That yeah, they- talking helps. Like if I hear someone talk enough, I'm like I, in another room. I'm like, oh, I know that. So and so, and you know it's Dan and I because there's a post-it on your brain going, "That's my uncle." I, I, that 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 person that's talking in the other room. No, the the family thing is the hardest because most of my actual memories and knowledge of memories are they go only back like five six years. Right. So like childhood, a lot of stuff was wiped out. And you talked about sitting down with your mom. Yeah. I'm just going all the way. By the way, this is like <laughs> yeah, I, I was, I, 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 I'll make a joke at some. No, 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 no. Don't worry about that. I I, 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 I was talking to you after the show last week, and I just thought, like, what the fuck are we doing with this podcast technology? If we're not like, 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 and it's not, it's not of any heroism on my part or nobility. I was just thinking, like, 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 what, the, what are we, what are we doing? Like, 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 this is something that's not televisable because it's not like, like, who, who's going to tune in? Uh, oh, I'd like to hear about this, but it, and yet it is mythologically like, 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 like. Like, like this is this is what we all 
are afraid of. You are in a certain sense, like more so than somebody who's diagnosed with, oh, there's a there's a microorganism that's eating away at your at this certain organ or something like that. This is happening in your brain. It's happening in your plumbing of your brain, and and so you were talking about you're you're sitting with a scrapbook with your mom, like a photo photo scrapbook, and going through it with her and. You, I mean, do you want to finish this? this? Uh, yeah, I mean, well, well, basically, well, on the air, I mean, on Aaron's thing, I, I it sucks because I actually don't like when I, people cry. Right. Um, and it, it's a response I don't actually have a lot because there's some emotional damage too. In my well, that was my going to be my next question, but um, first of all, don't worry about us. That's why yeah. you're up here. Actually, I just I, I don't want laughs. I just want a cathartic experience. Sure. Well, well with Aaron though, I, what I told her last week was I've been trying to find a a cheat way around the drawing. So what I'll do is I'll uh, take a blue pencil and I'll just keep drawing shapes, you know, like circles or, or, or whatever. And once it's in a, a position to where I think there's something there, I'll take a regular pencil and go over it. And then I've made like the side of a face. And then I'll do more circles in blue and then I'll trace that again. To, and it's, it's weird, it's not a foolproof yet, but it's like I'm, I hate being told I can't. Like uh, my first doctors were like, you can't, you're not gonna walk, you're not gonna talk. And I'm like, bullshit, like my life isn't gonna be in a wheelchair for the rest of my life. Like I'm not gonna just sit and be someone who my mom puts on the porch to watch cars go by while she's at work, you know? Like I'm not just that. I'm gonna be something else. Like if I'm not gonna be the old me, I'm gonna be a new me, you know? And we've, we made you a t-shirt uh, no. uh, for that reason. Uh, but you talked about like going, going through the photo album and, and I mean the thing that like made my heart like leap up into my throat or down into my groin or whatever is, was, the, was the, you said, the way I remember you saying it is having no visual memory, you're going through a photo scrapbook with your mom and, you're, and she's saying this is, this is when we did this and you're, and, you're, and you're basically having to take her word for it. Like you know intellectually that she's your mom but right. you don't she actually... she was lying when she said I'm your mom. <laughs> right, there's <laughs> no reason. That's all It'd be I the did. lowest stakes con game in the world. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're not getting away with a lot no, yeah. in their Swiss bank account. But even with your mother, you're, you're seeing her for the first time every time yeah. you see her? Mm-hmm. And, and, and it's simply memory. Every that, time you're not forming new visual memories of her. Yeah. It's adult. It's a lot of that's. Been. And so, as you said, so and you said, like your life here in LA has spanned the last five, six years. So I remember the knowledge-wise, like I know that I used to PA out here, and I but I couldn't tell you visually what the person I PA'd for looks like, but I, I have the knowledge of it. But ironically, this horrible, empty desert, uh, you know, where we all come to, like, put our emotional lives on hold while we try to get ahead in the world, this is actually your cradle of memory. This is, the, this is, this is as close as you have to home because this is the place you've been for six years. This is, this is your family. Yeah, this, I is, mean, I mean, this is where I, I got back up on, on my feet. You know, I recently, uh, like a year ago, got, had to get my driver's license back um so uh, yeah this is where i rebuilt you know so i i i mean we have to go to the deepest place of all like like what what have they told you in terms of prognosis have they given you have they told you what to expect in terms of mortality i at first i didn't want to know so i kept telling them not to tell me and then it got to a point at christmas time this past year where 
I think it was the first time, because they couldn't figure out what happened, like right after the aneurysm, they were normal, normally you'll go through a state of depression, and like, you know, some of the outcomes of it are fatigue, you get tired, you know, there's a lot of like things like that. I'm always in pain, I have a headache every single day, so trying to deal with people and with a smile is like probably, I think I found a way to do it with, e with ease for once, um, but at first it was really hard. And, and then I think, um, I said, oh, I'm sorry, I actually forgot the original question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, did they tell you? Oh, like... yeah. So, so then, I, then I said, well, I don't want to know. And then in Christmas time, they were like, well, we found three more in your head. And to me, I don't know the, the actual comparison. I just know that it is a comparison. I was like, well, one of these things pretty much killed, almost killed me. So this, I was like, well, this is like my Vietnam. And now I have three of them. And I'm like, so... I mean, I'm, I'm, I may have proved that I'm tough on one level, but I'm not going to survive three if, if this happens again. And then luckily they've died down. We did a couple procedures, you know, and, and, uh, and uh, I'm back to, you know, doing okay. But they, um, but they. So for all anyone knows, because you're such a weird mystery to these people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could still go. I could not wake up tomorrow morning, you know. Right. Or, 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 or you could be the four aneurysm guy who's <laughs> whose who's last three they caught because you're such an oddball and the, right. uh, like I. I but also, what's so it's so mysterious is that you're standing up here and you look like you could be anybody in the room. It's not like you're you look debilitated. I mean, you, have, you say you're, inwardly you're in pain and stuff like that. But yeah. it's, it's uh, yeah. Sometimes you'll notice I, I hunch. Um, it's hard sometimes to make eye contact because there's I, I, someone tried to explain it to me like a low level of autism because sometimes they have that but I feel when I'm comfortable around people it's it's not a big deal but crowds I can kind of just feel all the attention you're you're at nerd melt there's no eye contact going on in here at all. <laughs> You found the right place. Yes, so. you, you, you just, if you want to be looked at, dress like shoelaces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to be looked at, dress like shoelaces. Um, is there, I mean, I, 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 I want to ask you, like, I, I hope you're not offended by my characterization of you as somebody who is, like, tethered to us but somewhere else like who somewhere beyond like the place that we have the luxury of just not thinking about in line at the bank like I was like ah oh, shit I had a bad day today you know I don't I, 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 I should I propose to my girlfriend I I, I, I I don't know maybe I will maybe I won't uh, oh my car's out of gas I, 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 I like like the, there's there's always this like Independence Day flying saucer hovering in the sky that is blacking out the sun but completely ignorable day to day for all of us which is that we live minute to minute second to second by the grace of some completely unforgiving absolutely inhuman thing and i just like we just don't like like it's uncomfortable to ask people who are further in the clutches of this thing, further at its mercy in a demonstrable way, but it seems important to ask, like, what, what do we do? What, how do we feel? How do you feel? How, what, 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 what message can you give to us that in any way, like, lets us stop fucking around? <laughs> I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. I, I, you know. Oh, by the way, Soul Star has his powers on page one. Oh, awesome. <laughs> none of that. None of that. Page twenty. <laughs> so, so get your powers before page twenty. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. Speed it up, Hollywood. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I, I, there's a message in the book that, that I think resonates, which I, so I tell people all the time. It's just, 
it's just give more to the world than what you take. Yeah. You know, it's a, I, I don't know, there's no right answer, there's no wrong answer. I just, you know, just do what you love and, and don't hurt anyone. It sounds generic, but it's like, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I'm at the point now where I don't, I'm not afraid of if I don't wake up tomorrow. I still try to do everything I want to do in a day that I physically can. And, uh, and then, and I just hope it's enough, you know? And I think that's all any of us can do. Um, there's no, uh, you know, there's no cosmic right answer here. It's. Uh, I think that was it. I think that does it. <laughs> Give more than you than you take. I, I, it, it, that absolutely has to be the answer. I mean, I, I, I and I, I know it's under all our noses, but like we don't believe it when our mom says it because she's <laughs> in the kitchen making cookies, yeah. and uh, I, we need we need heroes to take the trek and call back over their shoulder this is this is the truth it was uh, interesting when you told me that last week because i never heard i've heard people try to describe me and uh normally i don't like it well you look like you and mcgregor just so you know <laughs> um, I, I would love to see some of your art is there a way that we can commission some for like for for us or for something that we can like get sure get, see something you draw can we can we see like i want to see the blue like test lines that are inked in later on. Oh, yeah. that, that sounds fascinating to me. Yeah, I've, um, my, my dad's a really good artist, but he, he's a really sketchy. Like, I'd watch him draw, and he would draw a million lines, really light, yeah. really light, really light, and then he would see, he would hone and go, boom, and then draw a line. Yeah. So the, it was covered in, in lines, and then he would yeah. find it. Yeah. So that sounds exactly like, like that, that's kind of in a way, like mentally, how I approach a lot of things. So I'd love, I'd love to see visually that that art, art approach. It's just trial by error. I mean, the way I look at it is if I have to physically see something to draw it, then I'll just keep drawing it until it makes sense you know like I tried looking at things and there seems to be a slight translation disconnect but I I'm getting better at it like if someone sat in front of me and I could draw their face it would take a while um, because I'm actually trying to use a part of the brain that isn't there anymore for me so it's like it, you can feel it. Like when I draw, I feel it like big time. But if you want to, you feel if you feel the gap. That I, I feel like the strain that it's taking to to transfer this to this with nothing up here. You know. So if you wanted to draw something from memory, like say you wanted to draw uh, like a car or draw a, a banana or anything, it, 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 I, 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 there's nothing you're conjuring up in your head. Is it? You, you, you're waiting until you see it, and that reminds you of, of yeah. the thing. Wow. Like I cheated the uh, recently. I had a, I have an art show downtown. It's going to end this week and um, and I cheated someone was standing near me and I there was a draw your you know go over and draw on the wall kind of thing and I was looking at him and drawing and I just made him a zombie you know but I so I was like as I'm like doing the circles and stuff I'm like a hole was in his cheek you know and, and so I drew a couple teeth there and I'm, but I'm looking at him and doing it and someone was like oh my god you did it from memory and I just like I don't know I, I felt so nice to hear that that I, I just I think I I kind of lied and was just like, yeah, cool. And then could just to feel like like my old self again, I guess. But now what you're drawing, is, is it completely, you have to be, you're forced to be totally in the moment. You're drawing something for the first time yeah. every time. So yeah. that to me seems like something that could be really like valuable and like like visceral to, to like look at. Yeah, so what are you complaining about? Yeah. <laughs> You've been given this gift, I know. You know, white, white people with aneurysm problems. Yeah. Well, that's what I try to do. I mean, I, I, I've met people, you know, who who have it much, much worse, you know, who can't, didn't get out of that. Is there a community out there? Oh, yeah, there's a great group at UCLA that meets like twice a month. Um, and then there's a group on Facebook that I'm part of that we, you know, share our stories on there. 
and I, 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 but I, and I go to, you know, ICUs and I meet people who have this, you know, who are going through it and I, you know, I took some of their stories and I put it in Soul Star just to make the book a little bit more special. Um, mm -hmm. And then, obviously, I give all the proceeds to the Aneurysm Foundation um, because that's another way I just want to give back. And, uh, you know, I, again, just me trying to give more. Um, I think uh, before I had my Aneurysm, I, I was probably the kind of guy that took enough. And and uh, so I kind of look at this as a second chance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and, and, and people can Google the Aneurysm Foundation if they wanted yeah, to. Uh, yeah. You know, put you know, be inspired by this podcast to put something into it. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Seek, for coming up. And we'll have you back periodically. I'm not, a, I'm not a hugger. I'm not gonna, I, don't, I don't hug people enough. We, we've hugged a couple times. If anybody should be hugged, I should have hugged Seek. I didn't. I don't, I didn't he's coming hug. back up. All right, he's coming, coming back up. up. Uh, yes. I want to hug. <laughs> uh, now you right. can hug everybody in this room. <laughs> All right. Well, we're not gonna. Uh, that you see why I flipped those segments. Uh, I didn't follow that with the uh, complaining about the valets. Tyler. <laughs> Our next segment is called "My Favorite Cereals." <laughs> I think Lucky Charms is underrated. Uh, <laughs> but I, 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 I'm, 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 I don't know. I'm. I'm what am I? What am I going to pat our podcast on the back? Like I, 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 I'm, I, 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 I you feel the fidgeting. Like I, it's fucking, it's fucking hard to. Uh, I don't know. Like when I, Doug, I, had, I just like, like I watched you while you were talking to Seek. And like when, also when you talk to anybody about any kind of ailment or anything, you get like really physically like you start like like, like pulling your hair out on the top of your head, and then you like run. And I get a huge erection, and it's. it's yeah. <laughs> It's it's not it's not appropriate. Huge is not the word I would have used, but you certainly. Well, I mean, I'm saying it's relative yeah. to yeah, the. Yeah. It's intense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my my, my penis yeah. becomes flushed. What if, and what, if, what if you only got an actually huge erection when somebody else was in pain? Yeah. Well, I think those people exist. <laughs> There's books about them, and uh, I, I was saying, like, well, when we were talking earlier about uh, the superpower of being uh, deaf or blind, and we were talking about deafness, and you were talking about like, like, like you were describing the what, what would it be like for you to be deaf. I had this weird empathetic or sympathetic. I'm not sure what the word is. Uh, pain thing where someone says they have a knee injury, my knee hurts, and if someone says they stubbed their toe, I'll, I'll wince because my I'll actually feel it in my well, toes. Well, that's the. I mean, I mean, I think you know, not not to undercut your, you, you know, like, like I I think that that's a natural like sympathy, like, like it, it's 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 an invitation to us, and and yet it can be repellent. Uh, I think that you know I've talked to people who are wheelchair bound for whatever reason at, at like WGA uh, uh, panels and stuff like that. Someone will, someone came up to me once and was like was like, hey, wh wh where's the physically? I don't even know the politically correct phrases anymore. Can I please just communicate? Where's the physically disabled person in community? And I and I, I was like, you're right, Jesus Christ! Like 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 it's so hard to do comedy about this stuff though. But it would be but but therefore it's so relieving when you. Do do it, and I started. I started talking a little bit. You know, it was like 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 people people coming into coming to the room in a wheelchair, and you're you're the flood of 
of I don't want that to be happening to you that you feel when you see someone in, a, in, a, in any kind of condition uh, can shut off like a, like a you know, surge of electricity. It just can throw all these circuits well, yeah, and result in people treating you like a living ghost. And Seek is saying, he's talking about migraines. And I, I, like, I have friends that have migraines, but you're talking about the, like, your, your inability to even make eye contact. When that's happening, it's like, like I'm, I, I start wincing. Now we're both wincing. Now it looks like I don't like, care. And I get, then it just becomes just like... But the thing is, like, it's like... It's, uh, I, I think we all have uh, our own incredibly like, like intense physical or emotional response to that stuff. It's, yeah. Well, sympathy. That's what it is. I, I like like you. you know, somebody. 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 And it's it's weird because it's like you can go on the internet. And you can look at little animated gifs of babies getting run over by minivans in China, and you and you you can you can. Uh, and, and, and like we look at gore videos, so like like we see we see skateboarders crack up, and and, and you go yeah, you you experience what they're experiencing. But like we we have this potential with our forebrain to to turn that into um, toxic. Apathy, like, uh, like well, uh, that I'm going to be punk rock. Like uh, this is nothing new at all. Like, like, like people, like, 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 ever since we became sentient apes, we have been afraid of the thing we realized was going to happen to us, which is that we were going to die. And the um, the first thing we immediately started doing is we started worshiping death. Now, you worship things that you fear, like you, you know, like, 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 like the, the tribal mentality is to like take like a big scary monster, put it, put it on your head and dance around the campfire and go like, you know, this guy's not going to fuck with me or I'm harnessing its power because like, now I'm, now I'm wearing it and it's the thing that ate the universe and is going to eat it again. And you, you try as hard as you can to atone with these things that scare you the most. But you also like, like in so doing, you can like, it's like, you, be, you know, that jaded gothy fucking like you know I'm gonna pierce my face and put a finger on my forehead and like I don't fucking care about life I'm gonna fucking die you know like, like it's not it's, it's sort of like you I don't know are you really handling it <laughs> like like jadedness is also not it's not dealing with death. It's not dealing with uh, with pain. Like 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 feeling it is. Like we have we have we have tear ducts in our eyes. They squirt water when we get upset. But, but you're not a, you're not really a crier or a hugger. You're not an emotional guy. No, I'm a huge crier. I cried at the end of Doc Hollywood. I, I just. <laughs> I'll cry in any. I'll cry at the top of a hat. I just if I let myself feel stuff, I'll I'll, I'll cry all but the time. But why aren't you a hugger? What, what's the, because I know because I'll start crying. It fucking hugged me and I started crying. What are you retarded? Oh sorry, sorry. Uh, all right, learn, learn nothing. <laughs> My sister's retarded, and if I think about that, I'll cry. Um, all right, let's let's let's. let's the Is only that why we... you do all this stuff, Dan? Is to, uh, to, to, to keep everything at arm's length, so you, like, that you won't just be a big heap, like a big you know. Weeping mess in the corner. Well, I mean, uh, yes. Let's let's play Dungeons and Dragons. No, we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> I mean, that's why we all do everything. We all we all love each other, and we all we all feel connected to each other, and it hurts all the time. And we all feel we all feel that fear that if we let it if we let ourselves feel it for a second that we would we would die. Yeah, that's my thing. Is I like I. People say like I mean I'm either really close to you or I'm really aloof. I'm really like I keep. 
like I'm the Heisman Trophy. I keep everybody at, at, at arm's length, and I hold a couple things close, and like, um, and people, like I, I am very aloof because if I let people in, then I just will cry all the time. Like everything, I'm a huge antenna for people's pain, and if there's anything hurt in the room, it's like I like it. I have to like push everything away, and the suit is a, is, a, is armor, and and like and, and my voice and my gestures, everything is a, is a way to deflect and keep everything at some sort of distance because if they get close it's it's close and that's it's it's incredibly painful. well it gets messy i mean like 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 seek said like he's experiencing like symptoms of autism because of his aneurysm like and one of those symptoms is that when he feels he's standing in a room full of people like he can feel everything and like it's overwhelming it's a common misconception that uh that autistic uh, uh people people on the spectrum like they they don't have empathy that they don't have feelings like like a lot like like a lot of them will complain that when they walk into a party, they they are flooded with bullshit, like just feedback. It's like holding a microphone up to a speaker because, and 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 that is what results in, a, in the appearance of lack of empathy. Because you have to you have to put up a brick wall to uh, to keep it out. But uh, I mean, just just like I, and I can't even look out because like my my vantage point for the podcast listeners is I'm I'm kind of facing the stage and I'm kind of facing the audience and peripherally on both sides. I just see people having bodily reactions throughout the entire thing. It's like I can't even look. <laughs> and I see people like like there's, there's just certain physical reactions people have, and it's like it's so. Uh, and also like, uh, there's no need to make any any jokes out of this. I, I think it's like it's as, as interesting as anything else. I'll make one, <laughs> and it's going to be amazing. <laughs> Is it going to be racist? A Polak and a Jew. I knew it. <laughs> have an aneurysm together, <laughs> and the Polak's like, whoa, that's great, because he's an idiot. <laughs> He loves aneurysms. And the Jew's like, oh, I wish it were off the rack. A rebate discount. <laughs> All right, let's bring Spencer up. <laughs> for, for, for those of you in the Hollywood Reporter reading the transcript of my... Hey, guys. What, what happened? It is a gauntlet. That is not up to fire code. <laughs> What's uh, how's, how's it going living with your roommate? It's, uh, you know, it's kind of like autism. <laughs> <laughs> Don't play that card. <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, how, how's, it, what's, how's it going at your new job? It's so easy, but my boss is a dick. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Spencer is newly employed under Dan Harmon's uh, tutelage. Uh, he's Dan's assistant. Yeah. He's doing yeah, great. Yeah, it's really easy. It's what, really what, easy. What does your day consist of? Like, like if you could give us bullet points throughout your, throughout your uh, work day, well, what goes on? Um, I roll in around 9.30, 9.45. If I'm extremely early, sometimes I'll grab some uh, breakfast in the commissary. There's a commissary. <laughs> But uh, no, I, I get to the office and I... Is it, is it an old-timey, like, Hollywood commissary where there's a guy dressed up like a centurion and there's a guy... <laughs> <laughs> there's an elephant being on... Always, constantly, two guys with a giant sheet of plate glass just in case there's a car chase. <laughs> back and forth, back and forth. It's exactly like that. It's weird. I don't know. What's, I don't know what those are like. 
And actually, I put that on the list of my things I'm not allowed to complain about. Paramount's commissary, which is called the dining room, closes at 3 p.m. Yeah. Uh, call it the lunching room. It closes at 3 p.m. You can't get a drink there when you really need it, which is 3.15. Yeah. <laughs> Thank is, you. Is there booze there, too? There is. There's a little bar. It's not what I would call, you know. Really? Yeah. It's not like the bar in the love boat. Like, it's not like a cool place to retire, but it's, it's funny because, like, I, I have a bottle of kettle in my office. If and I a want guy drink. who's paid to pour it for you. <laughs> That's most of my job, you guys. But do you... <laughs> Speaking of love boat, are you dressed in a white tux like Isaac? Like you're just in the back no, like, making drinks? Are you joking? I'm dressed like this. <laughs> a Dan, white tux? Dan, get this guy a tux for fuck's sake. I could dress him however I wanted, I guess, right? <laughs> That would be funny. Oh, man. Didn't Seek's message of give more to the world than what you take land at all to you? Uh, Put him in a tuxedo. Well, that's why I want to I create, create a situation somehow where I, I want to get Spencer on camera in community. Like, I want I want him to be, like, in the show. Oh, fuck why? Somehow, like, to keep pushing this. Like, I want to see... Because Spencer, so far, has proven unflappable. Like, like, wait, wait, he, he's grunting in I'm agony. I'm flapping. Well, I want to give you. I want to. I want to find your flapping point. I want to find your flaps, Spencer. I'm not an actor, dude. Yeah, I, but we, you're not a. You're not a podcast celebrity or a. We went on hey. tour and shot that documentary. You, you didn't blanch from cameras any more than you do from a live audience here. You were. Yeah, I mean that was. I, 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 that was part of it, though. Like you kind of knew going into it that would be an aspect of it, right? What if you do it and like you make it through? Like you're like let's say you do like a little guest star thing on, on Community. Let's say. Let's do like a little walk on. Like yeah. I'll write a little part where. Uh, it's like, uh, oh, and here's my dungeon master, and like he'll be like, hey, how's it going? And then, and then, like you're off, like, and we'll see how it goes. We'll see if you go home that night and cut yourself with a. <laughs> or is that your plan? I was saying, what if that's the point where he starts getting fake tan and goes to the gym a lot? <laughs> And he comes in and he changes his name. Well, then I'll hand him off as a mentee to Joel McHale. <laughs> like, like Joel, Joel will take you from there and like welcome you into the world of being an Adonis. You know, like he'll, he'll show you crunches and do the all, one almond for breakfast diet. Oh man! <laughs> what if you're only like like eight months away from like dating Mila Kunis or something like that? You know, like, it's like some like you, you, that's you know, weird. That's everything's weird. I'm just gonna be passed around by famous people. Yes. yes, yes. Just, just, just hauled up to this the Mayan same. pyramid, where eventually you'll get your head cut off, right? Everyone's just going Spencer, Spencer, because the moon and the sun are. <laughs> you'll find out the joke has been in you the whole time. It's just simply an, an elaborate suicide murder thing. Uh, oh man. Uh, so speaking of weird things, I was Erin can't be here tonight. Right. She's at a she's at a show. Kumail is uh, well to quote uh, his wife Emily, uh, "Hot Tub Time Machine Two isn't going to shoot itself." Uh, he's 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 on set. He's at work. Uh, and uh, Hot Tub Time Machine Two. Nor- <laughs> It's going to answer so many questions from that first one. The title was ironic when they came up with it, but then they made a sequel, and now it's like, okay, it doesn't get to be ironic. Now you're actually making Hot Tub Time Machine 2. By the way, This is the End is awesome. I can't wait until it comes out on video. All right. 
Good, good. I've never been so excited about a movie. What is? Oh, this, this, this is, is the end. Yeah, yeah. I can't stop blowing that movie. Uh, anyways, uh, that the, was a good movie. It was. It was so funny. Uh, okay. Uh, 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 the. Uh, but what I decided is we're not doing. We're going back to the basics. I hope you can manage it narratively. It's just me and Jeff this time. Like, like our, the other characters can either be, you know, come in tow as like NPCs, or they wink out of existence. But I just want to get back to the roots, man. Man, it's time. We, it's time we did. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think about that, Spencer? I think that's a great plan. Oh, when he goes into that voice, ladies and gentlemen, it can only mean one thing. Oh, can it? <laughs> It means that uh, we're also we're starting uh, unseasonably early in the show for this. Well, that's good. Yeah, can you, I even carry it on this long? Who knows? Who's yeah, uh, how much dungeon did you create for this? Uh, let's find out. I charge north now, uh, as fast as I can. Well, I mean, uh, exactly. Uh, we found out we pr- we play a private session at, uh, at Dan's place. You call it a private? It's just a regular, a regular ass session. game. I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, all D and D games are just these public affairs that take place in city plazas. The only time I've the only time I've ever played one was when it's it's, it's publicly consumable via live audience or broadcast. This is a this is a, a private affair. I get meaning no black people, no Asian people. I'm kidding. It's a private yeah, it's a, a private affair. Uh, but uh, we found out last uh, last time Dan got reprimanded. Oh, for metagaming. Metagaming. Can so we do- talk about that? Sure. Since, since, since it makes you uncharacteristically excited. Yeah. Yeah, t- talk about how what a fuck-up I am. No, that's the whole... That's what I want to talk about, is that's... I got yelled at for metagaming. I didn't yell and... Oh, no, no, no. I, let okay. him talk about it, Dan. Right. The whole thing is, I want to talk about this defense mechanism you're throwing up. That's the real... <laughs> No, okay, so... Well, Spencer, Hollywood has changed you, man. Oh, I know. <laughs> After this, I got... Throwing words around, like, commissary, like... <laughs> <laughs> Cafeteria is another word for right. it, but that doesn't sound cool. I didn't even finish explaining the job. I don't care. That's pretty... I get him drinks. Yeah, what, what else do you do? Yeah, you get me drinks. And yeah. Then... Nice and you sit, sit in the writer's room. Yeah. The writers love you. Sometimes Spencer will call out a word very discreetly. Like, like he, you know, he'll, he'll be like... Uh, giraffe, you know, like, like like when we're stuck, you know, and then like we'll use it. Yeah, yeah I thought I would get in trouble, but I uh, well, now you have to join the guild. Yeah. <laughs> he's getting- oh, I was thinking of the guild of calamitous intent. <laughs> See, you can take the Hollywood, or no, you can take the Spencer. Uh, what do you what do you think about my story breaking method? Well, okay, so uh, oh yeah, that's that's awesome. I mean, I you were kind of blown away, weren't you? I I was blown away by how uh, organic it was. It's just very natural. It's kind of how I come up with ideas, but I don't have a room of people. I just have you know all the voices in my head. <laughs> it's pretty impressive, me. Yeah. <laughs> You're a good person. Dan's a good person. I'm, 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 I'm talented. <laughs> I would say extremely talented. Thank you. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know where this is coming from. <laughs> Thank you. 
Anyway, well, what, it, what is your story-breaking method? Is, or is that, is that uh, secrets you know what? out of school? Uh, Simon and Schuster will tell you in the spring of February 2017, and I'll charge you $20 a copy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, I, I'm not kidding. I don't know. I, I don't want to. We can't go into that now. It's 919. Okay. Uh, 919, is it? Let's just say it's very organic and very uh, primal. Okay, Spen- Spencer, uh, uh, tell us what, uh, what happened last uh, week at our... Does everyone know what de- uh, metagaming is? Not everyone yeah. knows. That's a terrible question. <laughs> Does anyone Does know anybody by applause sentence? know what metagaming is? Jesus Christ. Okay, for everybody else, in Dungeons & Dragons, sometimes the characters don't know stuff that the person that who plays the character does. For instance, um, if a character came up with what you in the real world know as a camera, your character wouldn't know what a camera is because he's never seen one before, even though it's pretty regular technology, right? So it would not make sense to be like, oh, that's a camera. So that's metagaming, essentially. There's different ways it comes out. Anyway, they were fighting a monster. It was a bed. It was a sticky bed. Um... <laughs> It was a bed that Which it, everyone has knowledge of. Yeah, everybody. <laughs> but it jumped around. It started sticking to people. It was tackling folks. Um, and I, I let slip to Rob Schraub, who had his first edition uh, monster manual, that it was a monster in there. And I pointed it to him because I wanted some nerd cred, you know. But that was my mistake. And I, I caught, I co, uh, you know, I, I admit fully to that. That was terrible on my part. But uh, he showed you, and then you tried to play it off like you were uh, uh, like, like an old hand who's just like, ah, oh, yeah, a mimic. That's what that is. You know, mimics. They I didn't love know this. I wasn't trying to play anything off. I apologize. That was the air I got from well, you. No, no, I no. really, I thought that was really awesome. I swear to God, I wasn't trying to like deceive or anything. Yeah, like no, it's he didn't know anything. Was I wrong. thought what happened was, granted, I'm very drunk during all of these things <laughs> called, called, called days. days. Oh, boy. Okay, when you were describing the monster, Rob had the monster manual. I thought that I knew what it was. I thought it was like like a trapper or something like that. Yeah. Something like, like where it's like a carpet. Or, uh, and I was like, oh, I think, I think I know what this is. And I looked it up in the thing and noticed that hit the page that had the succubus illustration was torn out of his monster manual. <laughs> <clears throat> For those of you who know what that means. Um, but I was like, oh, shit, I don't, I don't think this is it. Then I diverted my my attention was taken by booze and 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 you know cake and whatever. <laughs> then at a certain point, Rob like elbowed me and was pointing at the mimic. At the mimic, I thought that I didn't know that you had pointed it. Yeah, out no, to I know that definitely. Okay, I thought that Rob had found it. Yeah. So that that we I thought we were collectively like like oh if we uh, and and in my day it was called table talk and kind of game knowledge or whatever. It's a boring conversation. Yeah, well, in dance time, it was the DM versus the players. So the DM would try to fuck you up, and then you'd have to look at the monster manual to stand a chance. So it's kind of it makes sense. But anyway, the end result was he was like, "Oh, mimics are weak against food. If you give them food, it'll stop fighting." And um, that's that like is kind of flagrant over the line of metagaming. So I was like, "Okay, I gotta explain this concept," and I explained it very poorly. And um, and then I think that you, Dan, just thought I was trying to like punish you but I was just trying to explain it Dan doesn't like being told he, like what to do or that he did something wrong yeah, definitely. And, and he looked at you the rest of the game was just like mm, like he wanted to stab your face with oh, his come dick on. and and, uh, and, and but his his hatred of being told that he did something wrong met with his clear uh, respect for what you do and who you are and, and he just sat there looking like a little poopy britches <laughs> 
th there was no way of knowing. I wasn't doing it to be punitive, just to explain a concept that would have otherwise been hard to illustrate. You well, know? the easy rule, first of all, is no one should be reading the monster manual during the game. That's fine. That's an easy rule to understand. But then we get into this metagaming thing, and it's like the difference between metagaming and what we used to call table talk, which is if I walk into a room, if you and I walk into a room and we see a troll that's holding a staff with a red ruby on the top of it, if I, in all my 20 years of playing Dungeons and Dragons, go, oh, that might be a fireball wand, like maybe we just, like, like is that metagaming if, that might, if I'm just talking to another player? I'm not saying to the other that's character, blah, blah, blah. So the line gets blurry. So what I decided is I'm just going to be immersed in my character all the time. That way I'll never be at risk of metagaming. Yeah. But that scenario you explained wasn't metagaming. Like, table talk can still happen. It just can't, like, inexplicably cross the bound. Then your character would have to be all like, oh, a, a wand of thing. Like, I saw that dude shooting fireballs out of earlier. Then it would make sense that your character would know. It's just, But if you're like, oh, that's a wand of fireball because my player who plays me knows. I still don't get it. Though You just <laughs> confused me again because if I say to another player, if I haven't done anything... I say to another player, oh, that might be a wand of fireballs. If we don't... Outside of your character. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That, that's metagaming. You shouldn't do No, that. that's not metagaming. That's just talking. <laughs> Wait, no, I'm confused. Your char okay, metagaming well, only pertains you to your character actions. So okay. anything oh, you, so Jeff, does is fine. Oh, but, well, but we can do sidebars with each yeah, other and of course. say, I think it sounds like a thing thing. Yeah, but then your character would have to come up with an in-character reason to be taking that course of action. Well, I think you'll find if you look back... <laughs> Uh, that I have never metagamed. <laughs> and, but I will be in character for I now. agree. Otherwise you're fired. <laughs> you know, when I was agreeing with you in, in the writer's room, I actually did agree. I wasn't just trying to grease things along. You were right in that instance. All right. Sorry. Uh, I want... This is exciting. I, I want your relationship, business-wise and friendship-wise, to go so far that one day he just supplants you. Where, where he Me becomes, too. Yeah. That's called an apprenticeship. <laughs> All right. But you have to be allowed to let that happen. And I know you. You're gonna fight like a dragon. You're gonna. You're gonna. You're that gonna, makes me a worthy mentor, doesn't yeah, it? Maybe you're you're gonna try to thwart. You think Obi Wan would have been good at his job if Luke came into his cave and was just like, "Oh, thanks for this lightsaber," Wham, and cut him in half? <laughs> yeah, but Obi Wan let himself be cut in half so that Luke could become a hero. by a dude that's like super evil and powerful. Right. But I'm saying you're gonna. You're not gonna go down that easy. You're, you're gonna. You're, you. You go down easy. <laughs> You are going to go down easy. Well, on, on it costs dudes. $20, same as in town. <laughs> Can we please get to the matter at hand? All right. Let's do this. Spencer, ready? Yeah. When we last met, the gang was in the midst of Yellow Camp, which was under demonic occupation. After rushing into the camp, our heroes encountered and dispatched a bearded devil before entangling a group of slimy lemures. The heroes freed a couple of the barbarians and met with Slab Squat Thrust, the half-orc cleric. The team reacquainted themselves with Slab and they formed packs with each other and stuff before catching the attention of a second bearded devil. Sharpie said no. The devil heeded not their threats. The gang tried synchronized in performance art with the attempt of ending the devil's threat. The devil heeded not the art. Mulrain and Quark attempted to gift the devil with a potentially lethal necklace. 
The devil heeded not the gift. The gang resorted to violence. Violence worked. But during the combat, Mulrain turned and stabbed Slab Squat Thrust in the face. The demon was slain. But afterwards, at the end of the combat, the group turned to survey their ranks and saw Mulrain holding a bloody dagger next to a bleeding, dying Slab Squat Thrust. What would they do with the friendly fire in their ranks? We'll find out. Next. <laughs> Check it out, Friday. All right. All right. So wait. So Slab Squat Thrust got killed. He, oh, he's dying. Currently. He's dying. All right. All right. Well, Mulrain, why'd you do that? I don't like him. <laughs> All right. Fair enough. He was a stranger. So she she did it because he. I don't know. He joined in a pact with me. I, I, I was never quite clear on it. He was on our side. He was pact blocking. He was, <laughs> you dirty pact blocker. All right. So is there, uh, are we looking at other foes right now? Not right now. All right. We got to meet. We got to go find your father. We got to uh, find my dad. We have to go find Lord Butts a lot. That's true. Is, is there any uh, intelligence we can gain from any of these uh, these people? Are they barbarians around us? There are barbarians. Uh, you freed a couple, and they were freeing more barbarians while you were fighting demons. Are they butts? Butts a lot? They are butts a lot, but there's some of the gnolls. All right. Butts a lots, gnolls. Where is my father? Uh, I am Sharpie Butts a lot. Uh, uh, they all kind of talk to each other, and they're like, thanks for saving us. I don't know, though. <laughs> One um, one of the gnolls kind of breaks rank and kind of walks up to you, and you recognize him as a gnoll that you've met before. His uh, yellowed fur is, is smelly and filthy, and uh, you recognize him as Yurch. He was a guy who, uh, I think he showed you to your dad. I don't know. It happened. Stuff happened. You remember him from the past. Yeah. yeah. Yurch! Yurch, the pea-soaked. <laughs> How's it going? <laughs> Where, all right. where is my father? I think he's in that pit over there. He's in a pit? I think. <laughs> I, lo- I look to where he's pointing. He's pointing at a pit. <laughs> but between the pit and you are the, the lemures that you had entangled by vines. They're kind of oh. still entangled. They, they haven't made good much progress against these vines. Oh, for Christ. So they're still alive. They're alive, but they're, they're, they're like, it's as if they're in a net. How many are there? There's seven. Um, what is cleave? I have a new power called cleave. That'll help you uh, hit two people at once. Okay. Um, sh- sh- is it worthwhile? Uh, yeah, let's just wipe them out. Okay, I, I-, I charge towards uh, the uh, the entangled. Uh, oh wait, well if you're gonna be up close, like, let me do a fireball first. Okay, okay. They're immune to fire. Remember? No, Adam Goldberg called out. They're immune to fire. <laughs> well, they, these 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 Le- 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 Leo Mars. What are they called? Lemures. Oh, fuck. <laughs> I charge in uh, with my uh, with my sword. Cleave. All right. All right. All right. It's like it's like Barry White is dungeon mastering right now. Stuff's yeah. happening. Right yeah, now. girl. <laughs> Cleave those Lemures. <laughs> You take out two of the Lemures in a single stroke. It sounds kind of like that. (laughs) The rest of them kind of shiver in anguish and kind of shrink down in fear. Fuck it. 
the in, in, intimidation. They're still tied up. All right. All right. Well, I, th- I think we've dealt with them. Whatever. Well, no, my dad's in the pit on the other side of them. Oh, all right. All right. Uh, I just, I, I mean, I, I, uh, 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 I mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to waste shocking grasp on these old slugs. Um, you can pass to me. I, I, I still got a taste for blood. I, I, I can go back in there with my sword and start chopping. All right, go for it. Well, I'll cast Milf's Acid Arrow on... Uh, Mil- on... Milf's Acid Arrow? <laughs> a Milf? No, not a Milf. Uh, yes, it finds the nearest... Uh... <laughs> Never mind. Uh, uh, Melf's Acid Arrow. 2d4 damage for... Yeah. Melf. Yeah, that happens. I just I shoot it at one that he's not going to... This is a, a Melf is a mom elf like to fuck. <laughs> it takes uh, it takes twelve no not twelve nine damage. I can't math today. This is the worst. I'm loving this. I'm bipolar. That's okay. <laughs> I don't know. Our static objective is to just wipe up these things. Like we don't want to deal with them anymore. They're they're dead. Am I metagaming? That's another thing entirely. Okay, well you killed two. I'll just say they're all dead. They're in the net. You can you can cut that's, them up. That's metagaming. Yeah. Or, or, or just laziness. It's just laziness. Okay. Yeah. You can't just call anything buzzwords that are related. <laughs> Humble brag. <laughs> all right. All the demons are slain. Yeah. All right. I look into the pit. Here. After making a big show of the thorns receding with my amulet of spring. Thorns, replace yourselves upon my armulet. <laughs> armulet. Armulet. You, uh, that, that happens, and it's cinematic and visually stunning. Um, <laughs> Right? Yeah, so you edge your way over to the pit and peering inside, it goes down about 20 feet, and uh, in the very middle you see your father's head. Dad? <laughs> oh, 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 what? Uh, uh. Is that just your head, or are you buried like in a. I'm buried like in a. <laughs> I, ca- I cast Featherfall and drop down to him. All right, you drop down to him without taking any harm. But I make a big show also. Like I, ra- I, ra- I raise my arms out like I'm Sting in a music video. <laughs> Dropping down. Like I-, I just want him to understand that magic's important. Gracefully too. drifting like Sting down the pit. <laughs> Your father is thoroughly impressed and also buried up to his neck. <laughs> Dad, what are you doing? I've been buried down here by demons. <laughs> uh, all right, let me look, look up for traps down there, Sharpie. Yeah, whatever. Yerch, go get a shovel. He does. <laughs> and merch like a bottle of water. <laughs> Did you say merch. Yerch. Oh, Yerch. Okay. That was like the guy that handled T-shirts or something. <laughs> That's me. <laughs> I, 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 I go out and look for shovels with, with Yurch. Okay, you guys find, like, the mother load of shovels. <laughs> I come back with, like, too many shovels. Okay. 
Dad, can you go into some detail about what happened? Oh, oh, can I? (laughs) When you left, uh, if you recall, you threw Quark onto a robot, and then you ended up needing to rescue him from an airship. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, after that happened, those airships, they went north, but then a day later... The Dark Armada returned in full force, laying waste to our countryside. They deployed multiple candroids as well as sending down demons, lemures, and devils. And they ravaged towns and villages, murdering and enslaving anyone. They set siege to the western dwarves, ripping apart the very mountains to retrieve the three shards of power the dwarves had been stockpiling. They've been enslaving the strongest of us, forcing us to work on their horror engines, which have been serving some nefarious evil for weeks. Since then, great rifts have been opening up in the sky, allowing the free travel of Dark Star's black airships and airborne demons and devils alike. You must stop Admiral Dark Star, son, for all of our sakes. Well, it must have it must have been hard for you to say that. Also, get me out of there. I'm buried. Yeah, well, we're gonna take care of that. Yeah, I see six or seven shovels. <laughs> I take two of the shovels and either-handedly, like a, like, a, like a weird barbarian spider, I just start digging the, the spider out. You find that an extremely ineffective way to burrow, but at the same time, you do end up freeing him. And uh, he kind of stretches his limbs. He's like, yeah, I guess they found me too tough to imprison. So they just buried me. Hmm. Wait, Inter- don't, interesting don't, spin. Don't we have some of the shards they're looking for? You guys have uh, three shards, and I believe uh, Mango had ingested one of them. Have you pooped yet, Dad? Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Did it hurt? I mean, let's be honest. No more than usual. (laughs) Did it seem extra magical when you pooped? I detect magic on his poop. <laughs> There's no ready supply of poop at the moment. Okay. Where did you poop, Dad? Well, I mean, to be honest, just there, like in the pit and well, my pants. And where's the poop? Can I look at the poops? It's all around us, son. Okay. Is it, I, lo- I look around for a shard in the poop. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He just rolled dice. It's so great. You don't find anything. Um, he kind of watches you looking around, and he's like, yeah, yeah, no, I definitely passed it, but, I mean, I, I gave it to, to my people for safekeeping. Okay. Can I, is there a sink around I can go wash up? No, this is more of a barbarian <laughs> camp. Okay. Who's the, who's the guy you gave it to? Oh, um, Johnson. <laughs> Johnson, get over here. <laughs> Johnson? A barbarian lopes up and clutches a pouch of fine leather. He, he relinquishes the pouch to Mango before taking his exit. <laughs> uh, Johnson, is that the shard yeah. that my dad yeah, sharded? Yeah. <laughs> what about the dwarven shards? Have they been recovered by Admiral Darkstar? We we presume Darkstar has them. To be honest, we're not on good terms with these dwarves, so uh, we don't know. Yeah, well, about that, Dad. Don't you think <laughs> it's possible that we got bigger fish to fry than our petty local uh, conflicts? It's a pretty good point. It's a pretty good point? Point. <laughs> Look, we're both it, drunk, Dad. I, <laughs> I've been buried. <laughs> I I go into a mild barbarian rage and insist that they hug. <laughs> hug! 
<laughs> I, I, I use diplomacy. Which, both of those things? <laughs> They're mutually exclusive. Inti- okay, I, I use intimidate. I intimidate them into hugging each other. <laughs> I have, a, I have, I have a, a, a 10 bonus uh, skill modifier on intimidation. Well, uh, yeah. Um, so, <laughs> phrase your intimidation for me. I want you two assholes to hug so we can get back to business. <laughs> calm, calm down, guy. We're hugging. We're hugging. Oh, they are hugging. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. He, I, he, I, he hugs Sharpie. I cry while hugging, but not, <laughs> not because the hug is emotional, because I'm being forced to hug. <laughs> It's like a it doesn't scene in feel Munich. Right. <laughs> All right, that happens. Okay, well, cheese, uh, Dad. Where do you think Admiral Darkstar went? Holy cow, Dad! I'm, I'm Michael J. Fox now. Who is that you speak of? Holy cow, Dad! Where, where, where do you think they went? That's metagaming. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's metagaming. Oh, okay. Because he wouldn't know, right? You get it? He wouldn't know who that is. Yeah, well, so every... No, no, there's no problem. I'm just pointing it out. I, yeah, I but I'm not doing something. I didn't get I know. out of hoverboard. I didn't do anything. I said... I just said... I didn't what is a hoverboard? Anything. Let's find one and I go to Admiral Darkstar. No. I, I, to be clear, I want metagaming to happen on stage. <laughs> What is a stage? <laughs> yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I, I get experience points for not knowing who Michael J. Fox is, right? <laughs> sure. All right, perfect. That's all I care yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, okay, so where do we well, go? The way you phrased it at one point is you used the example of if you go up to a bridge and I say, oh, there's a bridge across a river, and if one of you says, oh, if you walk to the middle of it, it might, it might be a trap, that's metagaming. I yeah. mean, come on. That was in the terrible explanation portion of that. I take uh, uh, the six shovels and, and, and kind of put them together to form like a crude ladder so we can all climb out. And I climb up to the top of the pit and I go, let's stop fucking about and get on with this. Yeah. All right. You I got some dark scar. You dark can't star turn shovels into ladders, dude. Well, you can kind of stack them up and kind of like angle them together. <laughs> like he, he, like he, he pushes them into the side of the pit. Oh, yeah. Like now that would, yeah, that, like, that like, might work. Like timber sports. Okay. And that exists. Because this is old as timber. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, so you, uh, you 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 jam the shovels in the wall. That's and what I climb meant. Climb up yes. out of there. Right. That's cool. That 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 tracks. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, uh, Mango, what do we uh, point us in the right direction? Do we need an army? What do we do? Do we just, do we just run off and go go in search of uh, Admiral Darkstar? Well, uh, yeah, you might need an army, but. Uh, Around here, we kind of got to mop up the demons, so I'm afraid I can't really spare too many barbarians. Uh, you could take Yurch. <laughs> Yurch is pretty good about finding shovels. <laughs> I hope he's not demoralized by my dad's clearly dubious endorsement. <laughs> it was Yurch within earshot when my dad did that weird, like, sideways glance as he offered up Yurch? Nah. All right. Like, you can have my corkscrew. <laughs> um, okay, we'll take Yurch, but Dad, would it offend you if I took some dwarves? I mean, yes, it would, but... 
This is the fate of the universe we're talking about. Yeah, Dad. Wait, no, just the material plane, probably. But still. <laughs> but still but a total still. metaphor for your racism. Yeah. 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 Okay. All racism. A meta- not a metaphor for your racism. A metaphor for racism. Uh, far be it from me to tell you how to save the planet. But uh, I should at least tell you, you know that... I'll tell you how to save the planet, Dad. Races working together. <laughs> Booyah. <laughs> Your words have touched him. He feels touched. I cast, I cast, I cast uh, 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 Einberg's uh, lengthening arm and pat myself on the back. <laughs> okay, that happens, sure. <laughs> he, but yeah, he's like, that, that cloak you've been wearing, I gave you that cloak to help you save your friend. Yeah, it kind of ran out of charge, like, immediately. Yeah, it works once per day, but, you know... Every time a new day happens, you can actually use it. Well, I also have a falcon that I never use. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I mean, that falcon, he can fly, and, you know, I'm told he shares spells with his caster. Ooh. I'm just reading rules right now. What do you mean he shares spells? He can can cast your spells for you. What? Really? I can can send him up in the air and have him cast fireball down on people? Not quite yet, but when you get strong enough, he can channel certain spells. Dad, why are you such a magic expert all of a sudden? I just, you know, I just thought it'd be a good, appropriate time to, you know, fill you guys with some important knowledge. Some meta knowledge. Yeah. (laughs) Can, Can you explain to me what my talking dagger is good for? Uh, if I'm not mistaken, that talking dagger shattered and turned into, like, a force of nature. Yeah. Oh, oh that, that's But not... I've been buried lately, so... Yeah, well, you, you, <laughs> Your intel's pretty good for a buried guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. <laughs> My enslaved barbarians, they have their ears to the ground. <laughs> Father, I shall defeat Admiral Darkstar, but I shall do it under the banner of all races and all beings. <laughs> Of the material plane. For Admiral Darkstar represents not just an external threat to those beings, but the internal threat that is all the people not knowing that they should hang out together. I was, I was really convinced up till the end there. But I'm still with you. I'm just saying, I'm your son, and I want to make you proud of me. And I'm going to do it by uh, 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 being like kind of the Martin Luther King Jr. of medieval <laughs> fantasy. Who is this Martin Luther King Jr. you speak of? <laughs> is he a foe of this Michael Fox you he- talked to? <laughs> Hoverboards! Martin Luther King Jr. was the Michael J. Fox of civil rights. <laughs> While I, don't, I don't know how else to explain it. While they're talking, I go into a, an office nearby and patent my new shovel ladder technology. I, I do some diagrams and just, just make sure that this seems like a pretty good invention. <laughs> you just sell a bag of six ladders as <laughs> Quirk's portable magic ladder. Yeah, yeah. Quirk's shovel steps. <laughs> but, Dad, I gotta know where you think Admiral Darkstar went. Admiral Darkstar lurks in his black keep far to the north. The Very north far. I shall head. Heavy horses, Mango? Have me no. <laughs> Have you none? Have me known. <laughs> Have you known what? You've, you've known horses? Me have known horses. <laughs> you, 
You have no horse? Well, do you know anybody that still has horses that I can get some horses? No. Known. Dad. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. I'm sorry about the horses, gentlemen. With my barbarian impatience, I just start marching off towards the north, and I say, come with me, Quirk. Yurich! Come on. It's not Yurich. He's not... What is it? Yurich. Yurich. Robert, he's Robert Yurich. Yurich, let's go. I'm coming. Let me get my rucksack. He does. Where do the dwarves lie? Those, those filthy dwarves lie to the east in their broken mountains. What do you I mean, think? Should we go wrangle up dwarves and, before we go to the north? Yeah, fuck that. Let's just fucking go, yeah, baby. Dumb. Who wants to deal with? He who fast travels fast just goes alone. Yeah. Except now we're going to go together, so we'll go ha- at half speed. <laughs> All right. We head north into the sun. Nothing. <laughs> into the noon. Into the. I don't get it. <laughs> well, no, if you were heading east or west, it would be into the sunrise or sunset. But, oh, the yeah. sun, nothing. Yeah, we're just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, nice, nice meta laugh. I, I thought it was funny after I got it. <laughs> but sincerity wasn't going to help at that point. Yurch, how far is the journey to the, to the, the Dark Star encampment? It'll be several days. Perhaps even several weeks. We should probably stop at some town and actually get horses at some point. Or is there a town between here? If we head north, will we come to a town? You guys hail from Thornvale, right? Yeah. Yeah. Thornvale's a little bit out of the way, but uh, you might go there. I mean, otherwise, if you go north, uh, it's pretty far north, but there's a place called Fornheim, the frozen city. Nah, gateway to Thornvale. They all... Not, not really. It's more directly north. It's more like the gateway. For to the, the people of the extreme north, Thornburg <laughs> is the gateway to Thornville. Fornheim. 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 It's for lovers. I think is the slogan. <laughs> the slogan is it's the frozen city. Well, I. I Where our buildings are frozen. Well, I have the armlet of winter. I should fit right in there. Yeah. No, it'll be great when we get there. But to Fornheim! <laughs> All right. Well, we head for Fornheim. You head for Fornheim. Time passes. Time passes. <laughs> Time passes. Holy shit, Fornheim! Ah! Hey, don't get ahead of yourself. Oh, sorry. There's possible random encounters that might happen. I meant, I mean, I, mean, I just saw right. a sign. Well, before those random encounters happen, we should, we should stop. Well, no, we got, we got oh, time yeah, to definitely. We should have one random encounter. Whatever you want. Just have one quick but it's just going to be like something. Oh, there's rustling of the bushes. Then there's spiders. Then there's icky, gooey, icky, gooey toxins. Are you gaming? <laughs> no, that's table talk. That's fine. Okay. I'm there's t- no table. I'm table talking with my friend about whether or not we should stop here. All right. It's 10 minutes. You want to stop? Well, I'm just saying. Like, I'd love to stop. He, <laughs> he hates He hates it. He's causing him pain. I know. <laughs> worst. I didn't expect to have such a long session. I mean, I have a little bit planned, but, uh, you know. 
Okay. Oh, so you just ran out of ideas. I did not ran out. I'm running out, and it'll take about a week to get, you know, all of the ideas. I got it. Okay, so we'll stop here. Spencer, everybody! Jeff, what have we learned? I've learned a lot tonight. Yeah, I thought you guys were going to go to the dwarves, so... Oh, we, oh we, we go to the dwarves. No, no. We go to the dwarves. Okay, you find the dwarves. They say no. <laughs> That's not what I had planned. But... I bang on their big dwarven door and I go, let me in. They don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. We, we head, head back north. We head back to Thorn, Thornheim. Oh, Forsheim? What's it called? Thorndale? Thorn, F-O-R-N-H... E-I-M Fahrenheit Sounds like all they make is shoes <laughs> That's their main export Yeah Frozen shoes Yeah That's their other slogan <laughs> We make frozen it, shoes It's for lovers of frozen shoes <laughs> Alright How do we end the show these days? Um, we've been ending it the last couple of weeks on some kind of big event in Dungeons and Dragons Can you, can you create like a, Can we camp for the night? You camp for the night. <laughs> okay, all right, and I, uh, I, uh, I climb a tree. You, uh, yeah, you climb a tree. I go up into the top of the highest tree. You can see all of the plains and rolling hills stretching out before you. <sighs> I take a bunch of shovels and make a tree ladder. <laughs> I go, I go up, even though there's branches that he already climbed, I, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just I kind of uh, tr- troubleshooting my new invention. And you, you find it doesn't work nearly as well in trees as it does in, in packed well, I use I use branches where it need be, and I get up there with Sharpie, and we are at the canopy of the tree, and we're looking around us. And, I, and the camera orbits us, and it orbits from, from the front of us where I put my arm around my little friend Quark. The orbits around us. To where the sun is setting, above uh, the edge of a majestic ma- landscape of wonder and mystery and, and other synonyms for unknown things, <laughs> and we kind of take in the majesty, and uh, and and the music swells <laughs> as I say, Quark. Yeah. <laughs> you may be little, but you. You got a big <laughs> dick. <laughs> That's Hermitan, everybody. Thank you for coming. We're fucking. We're fucking at the top of a tree. It's only Sharpie and me. And nobody knows but we. Coming to Harmontown again. We love and worship you all. One more time for Seek Donnelly. Remember, everybody, give more than you take. Thank you, everybody, here at Meltdown. Thank you, Spencer Crittenden. One more time for me, Jeff Davis, and Dan Harmon, your mayor. And thank you, Tyler, for our lovely glasses. These are, uh, these are fantastic. Yeah, yeah, give more than you take. Give more than you take.